All right, so I finished my surfing in New Zealand, and um, I had one more surf trip to go uh, in my whole surf adventure, and that was to Fiji. And um, I was pretty excited about it. I think I was a little nervous because uh, they had real waves in Fiji. They had coral reefs, I guess was my concern. Um, all the breaks I'd surfed to date were um, uh, reef breaks or beach breaks, and uh, coral was a whole different thing. So I didn't know what to expect. And uh, I mean, these are the waves where you would see like Kelly Slater surfing or something like that, you know? So anyway, uh, I remember, um, you know, Fiji's not that far from uh, New Zealand, which is kind of interesting when you think about it, the travel of people, how these Polynesians, so you had the Maori in uh, New Zealand, and they're Polynesian, and they're the same, they're related to the people in Fiji, and they're related to the people in Tahiti and Samoa and Hawaii, uh, even the Eastern Easter Island. Anyway, I find it fascinating, but um, that you know they were able to travel those distances. But uh, anyway, I remember um, flying into Fiji and looking out the window of the plane and seeing this beautiful island. I mean, I'd been to Hawaii before, so this was like Hawaii, but. I just felt different, you know, it took me, I had to go all the way around the world to get there almost, and it seemed very, very far away in the middle of nothing, and this round island, and I remember the uh, coral reef surrounding it, so this really light blue water, and then you can see like a ring around the island, like a, a wedding ring or something of coral, makes a different color in the water. Anyway, that's what I remember. Okay, so... Um, let's start reading my journal entry. So January 24th, um, through the 26th, uh, through, well, I, let's see here, uh, January 24th through, uh, February 5th, it looks like. Holy moly. Okay. My seven hole, oh, I should back up. So I flew into Fiji and um, I was going on another surf trip. And this time it was a little surf resort, um, like a little youth hostel on the coast. And um, my friend Jay Bear from college, one of my fraternity brothers, we both uh, actually rented uh, bought surfboards in college. He's the guy I was talking about earlier. Anyway, his younger brother is a big time surfer. Um, and he went to this little resort, and it's close to this famous island called Tavarua, um, which I had read about probably 10 years before when I was doing the Adventure Travel website, and I was searching for adventure travel companies, and I read about this amazing island called Tavarua where you could just go there and surf, and so it's always been in my imagination. Anyway, uh, Jay's brother Brian had been there. And so they told me about this little resort on the coast, which wasn't on Tavarua, but you could access the waves around Tavarua and there's several coral reefs and islands out there. Anyway, and by the way, a little side note, uh, maybe you've heard of Kelly uh, Slater's new wave, man-made wave, which is just changing the entire world of surfing. Um, when it first opened, the water was brown. Look at the video on YouTube. And then you'll notice when they open it up to Jerry Lopez, the water was 
tropical looking blue green well guess who was responsible for that jay's brother brian i i joke you not he is an environmental uh, engineer and he works for kelly slater's waveco and he is responsible for turning the water from brown to uh, tropical blue green all right so anyway i was going to this little resort all right my seven hole mud uh flat golf my seven hole mud oh that was silly. So the entry is January 24th through the 26th. And then I, and then I uh, have the numbers 8981898123455. My seven hole mud flat golf score. <laughs> um, I beat uh, Argon by uh, one stroke. He owes me a... Um, something happy hour he owes me a some a, some drink i guess uh at happy hour fyi reminded me of mexico or costa rica it's got oh fiji reminded me of mexico or costa rica it's got the same infrastructure feel and same smell burning stuff most of the vegetation has been made to agriculture flying in i saw the reef surrounding the island Cool guys singing at the airport. First two days at Seashell were boring. First night we did the kava ceremony and the traditional uh, dancing. Very pretty singing. The guys are very handsome and so are the women. <laughs> but in a manly way. <laughs> uh, I hope no one from Fiji listens to this. They are very close to black. The boat driver today looked like Lynn Swan, famous receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, went on a group outing to a beach yesterday. Nice snorkeling, local beach. Lots of trash, though. Today, I feel like my stay started. Uh, my stay started. I surfed Fiji, went out with a local guy, Saul, and Jim. It was strange being dropped off in the middle of the ocean and paddling out to this break, very um, foreign. The reef was about five meters at the takeoff. The, wave were, the waves were about waist high, so not strong, which was perfect. I had some really good rides early on. The wave just opened up and kept going, very fun. Time stops. You don't think about the coral, just the wave. We were out there for two and a half hours. The coral was beautiful. You are sitting right over brain coral and other configurations. Got another wave, which was this um, minty blue color. Had about 15 waves. We had about one hour by ourselves and were then joined by four guys from Nomatu, Nomatu Resort, which is a, a tiny little island you could see from the break. Our break was called Wilkes Passage, and we could see Tavarua, the famous American-only island. Oh, watching the wave break over the coral from under the water was very pretty. It just rolls a a uh it a it just rolls 
a whole cloud separated by clear water and the coral. I'm not sure I'm saying that right. Um, January 27th through the 28th. Forgot to mention the flying fish on the way to the surfing. They are all over and very pretty. I have seen a few big ones, about half a foot, that literally fly or glide over the water along the um, morning boat for 20 meters. Then there are the packs of the small ones. They look like little blue pixies or fairies. They almost glow. We have seen many pods of dolphins and a few turtles as well. Surfed um, desperation, uh, I think that's what it's called, desperation, desperados, desperation yesterday, but wasn't that good. Uh, closing out mostly, but I had two good ones, a long powerful left and a powerful right. Got caught inside a few times and a real pain in the ass to pedal back out. Had an interesting lunch conversation. This guy, Nathan, goes on and on and on. Uh, and the only thing out of his mouth is this know-it-all crap. I, I had... Um, I did something for so long but couldn't... In, I held back for so long but couldn't any longer when he was saying Saddam Hussein wasn't wrong... Wasn't when he was saying Saddam Hussein wasn't wrong. Then the conversation turned to the moon landing. Uh, he did not believe it happened, nor did two other guys at the table. I was dumbfounded. I asked some. Uh, I asked them some critical questions and was more shocked by their responses. This is my weakness, I know, but stupidity infuriates me. I should have not challenged them, but I just couldn't sit by and accept the crap that was coming out of their mouths. I must learn. At one point I said, quote, I can't believe I'm sitting at a table with three people who don't think we landed on the moon. I'm shocked, end quote. Not nice, I realized, but they needed to be slapped out of their stupid slumber. Went on an awesome night dive, six of us, even Nathan. It was so peaceful. The highlight was a big sea turtle right at the start. We were in a narrow coral canyon, which was cool in its own right, but the turtle really made it. He was a little confused and swam right in the middle of our circle for a few minutes. So beautiful and graceful. Uh, Elaine saw a shark, but I missed it. Uh, it's like you are in outer space in a night dive. Uh, the stars were beautiful as we floated in the water when we surfaced. Big party night, too. They had a bonfire beach party. We drank a ton of kava and three guys, Fijian, played guitar and sang. They were great. Local songs and contemporary with Fijian bent. Love the way they play and sing. Too tired to surf this morning, just resting. January 29th through the 31st. Not much doing. Pulled a muscle in my back badly on the 29th. Surfed uh, desperation. No swell really. Pulled it. Don't know when, but it has really messed with my surfing. Uh, met a group of Norwegian surfers on the 29th. 
One was the Norwegian champ. Funny stories about surfing in cold water. Tried to surf the following day, but waves were no good and I was in a lot of pain. Today was supposed to be the grand um, final surfing at Cloudbreak, but really flat. I did surf four waves, so I can say I did it. Also pulled uh, my back worse. Uh, have had a guy named uh, Namura massage it uh, the last two days, but I won't be able to surf tomorrow and probably not the last day. Uh, we went to Tavarua first before cloud break today. That was neat. I had read about Tavarua years ago. February 1st through February 2nd. Last two days were very mellow and slow. I really messed up my pulled um, back muscle at cloud break. I got two more massages, but it really didn't help. Couldn't surf the final two days, but was flat anyway. Went to the Sheraton with two people from Boston in not naughty or nada naughty to watch the Super Bowl. Great game, one of the best yet. The Pats beat Carolina. Weird to be at a fancy resort, six hundred dollar a night. Totally not worth it. I spent thirty five dollars a night. These people do not know what they're missing. <laughs> it is very hard to grasp that the trip is over and I'll be home soon. Um, if the flight makes it, it's been very bumpy the last two hours and remains so. I hate to fly. It was hard not. It was hard to not think about home over the last week. I really wanted to be back, but now that it's a few hours away, it's hard to think about. I'm just really tired from the flight. Only two hours sleep. How to sum up? How to sum the trip up? I could write tons. I think the simplest would be to say it feels like a lifetime ago when Julie dropped me off at SFO eight and a half months ago. I feel like I'll be a different person when she picks me up tonight. I saw and experienced so much. I met so many different people from all over, learned new opinions and perspectives on many subjects. Best education you can get. Some interesting facts. Flights, 28 if I make it. Youth hostels, 34. Countless conversations about Bush, Iraq, and U.S. hegemony. Beers, 500 at least. <laughs> Liability waiver forms, 19. Cities slash towns visited, 63. Countries visited, 21. I am so glad I did this. Some impressions on re-entry. Uh, Self-help books everywhere. Why do we need all this help? And who are these boneheads to give it to us? Cell phones, business suits, attitude. Everybody chasing the buck. Some don't look too happy. Felt like we were driving on the wrong side of the road when Julie drove me home. It's cold in California. I'm looking at everything with new, fresh eyes. Driving around Cupertino, the mountains looked much smaller. Flying in over the Bay Area at night, 
my home, my place, looks so small in, compared to the world. My little place in the big world, where I'm from anyway. February 4th. A few other observations. Spent yesterday at dentist. Lunch with uh, Reveno and beers with Shala Napier. Um, John Sincillo, Julie, and Cindy Halstead. Also did some emails. Uh, you pay cash for a card. Stick it in a machine. I was one email from being done when the time expired. I wanted to send it without paying more money, but they, but the guy couldn't make it happen. <laughs> I had to pay one dollar, but send, but to hit send, basically. Overseas, they would have let me do it, no problem. <laughs> Very structured here, tight. <laughs> Also, expensive here, always paying for something. Noticed John and Shala are not happy. <laughs> Work is very stressful. Good to see Julie. Off to Reno in an hour. Oh, also, the Janet Jackson Super Bowl halftime show. It's such a big deal here. Um, even the FCC is involved. Wouldn't it be on the radar in other countries? Well, I won't add much more because that's a pretty long entry and I described a lot, but just a few memories that, that uh, I have. Um, surfing in uh, Fiji um, is not, you don't surf on a beach. You take a boat um, out to some little islands off the coast and they're all coral islands. And some of the surf breaks are actually, um, they're not even islands. They're just coral, little coral you know, they're fully submerged at all times. <clears throat> Maybe they'll be like a foot or two underwater or a few inches, but never, uh, it's not land. So, so you drive the boat and you get off in the middle of the ocean. There's no land. And so when you're catching a wave, you paddle, 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 and there's nothing in front of you. It's just water. It's just really a cool experience. And so, that Wilkes Pass or Passage or whatever was uh, the one I remember the most because I was the only one there along with uh, um, the son of, of, the, of the guy who owned the place I was staying. It was a half Fijian guy and he was a bodyboarder so he stayed out of my way. So you would sit on, on the, the, the reef, you know, on your board. You sit on your board and you're maybe like 10 feet above the coral but the water was so clear that it was like looking through air. I mean, you would look down at the coral and you'd see it all. You didn't have to snorkel. And you and it had a, a myriad of, of shapes of these coral. You know, this brain coral is a big, round, beautiful coral. And there's, you know, all their kinds, like um, um, like branches, tree branches, etc. And very um, diverse in color. And um, one of the coolest things I've ever seen is sitting there waiting for a wave... And the wave would come and wall up in front of you. And you would look through the face of the wave. It was so clear that what was happening is you were looking at coral on the face of the wave. And what was happening is the reflection from the bottom of the ocean was hitting the back of the wave. And then it would um, reflect into the front of the wave. So it, it was just absolutely gorgeous and kind of mind-bending. 
And then I remember catching those waves too, and they would just sort of unfurl like a magic carpet ride, um, just kind of, you know, appear out of out of the ocean. You know, it'd be flat, a few, like ten, twenty yards in front of you, and then it would just continue. You know, and that was a neat feeling. Um, yeah. So, and just kind of a funny story. Um, one day at one of those. Um, uh, uh, breaks. Uh, we were there by ourselves for a little bit, but then a boat, a couple boatloads of uh, Japanese surfers, they were on tour, came. And one thing in surfing that you learn pretty quickly uh, is that you don't, if a wave is about to break, you don't try to catch it because you will, it will break with you on top of you and it will hurt. <laughs> and they call that going over the falls, like you're going over waterfalls because that's what it looks like if the wave is big enough. And um, for whatever reason, this these Japanese uh, surfers who were all, none of them were very good. They were super aggressive. They would all go over the falls. Like you'd paddle, paddle, and then you would, what, what you do is you back off when you realize you're not going to make the wave. They never backed off. <laughs> it just... It kind of it made me laugh, um, and I remember I got caught on the inside on that wave. So and it was very shallow in the coral, so it was like almost you know touching coral, trying to paddle back out without ripping up my board or my my toes. And I had a great view of these Japanese uh, tourist surfers just getting crushed going over the falls, and <laughs> just I was just amazed. Um, and another memory is going out to Tavarua. Now Tavarua. A couple of American guys, American guys convinced some local Fijians to let them lease Tavarua but make it an American-only surf uh, resort. So at that time, they've since changed it. You had to be an American to surf there, and um, which is kind of messed up when you think about it. But they had a couple famous waves off of um, Tavarua. And if you read Barbarian Days, um, which I encourage you to do if you like to surf – uh, he describes um, camping on Tavarua with him, his buddy, he and his buddy before anybody was there. And they didn't surf cloud break. They surfed, I think, um, I don't know the name of the wave, but it, at any rate, cloud break's the big wave. And so we went out there one day, our last, like on a Sunday, they get all the people from the local resorts like the one I was at, and they let you, they call it changing day. And they they take you to you go to Tavarua, you sign up, and then they take you out in a boat to Cloud Break. So we got to step on the island and then go surf Cloud Break. The problem was it was so small that it wasn't really surfing. I mean, I caught a couple waves, but just to say I did it. But what I found interesting is um, they give you a little lecture. They say, "Hey, now you need to share the waves here," and we mean it, you know. And if and if someone is abusing the privilege, we will take you out of the water. And, you know, I listened and I figured everybody else did. But what it taught me, there's always one in every situation. There's always a person that will push it to the edge and and take, 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 take. And there was a guy like that, some French guy, and he took every freaking wave. And it's just amazing to me. And, you know, so it's like there's always a Hitler. There's always a Saddam Hussein. There's always a Putin. There's always a Trump. Just one of those things you learn surfing in Fiji. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um, uh, 
Yeah, anyway, and then also um, having that argument with the guy who didn't think Americans landed on the moon, and it was really an anti-American sentiment. But, um, you know, when you tried to break down his argument, it was stupid stuff like, uh, well, if I don't see it with my own eyes, I don't believe it and blah, blah, blah. And, and, you know, they didn't have the technology at that point in time to do it. And, you know, I, I said things like, well, how many people would have to be involved in a conspiracy like that? You know, and wouldn't it be harder to um, to pull that off than to actually go to the moon, which I frankly think it would be, um, you know, and he had all these things like, well, the flag, the, the, uh, flag on the moon was waving and there's no atmosphere on the moon and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And I have since learned that I think they dropped the flag on the moon and that's what gave it. It's, um, made it look like it's waving. It was bent. It's not freaking waving, but anyway, um, Yes, uh, Fiji was just a great time, great experience. The the hanging out with the local Fijians and their singing was really pretty cool. And um but I was pretty pretty ready to get home and uh just kind of reading those um things what I remember, you know, who all these self-help books we have. It is true. I mean, we are nuts about self-help books. If we ever stop to think about who the fuck are all these people to give us help, you know, maybe we wouldn't buy these things and we'd actually I don't know, make decisions on our own, novel concept, but um, it's hard having your shit together, (laughs) but um, it was good to be back, and so I spent the next month in uh, Reno, uh, just kind of recharging and um, skiing with my dad and sister, and and I remember skiing felt different, like I could feel the force of gravity, kind of like I could feel the force of the waves and play with it a little bit more than I had, anyway, just, you know, doing different things changes your perspective, and that was a, an example. So uh, anyway, I've talked enough, um, but I spent a month recharging and and um, some other things, and then I was off again to go back to Asia, and that's where we'll pick up next time. <laughs>